What's going on, everybody? It's Jeremy. I'm back in record time for this podcast, at least. It's only been about a week. Um, This is going to be episode number 12 of How to Survive in a Family Business Without Losing Your Mind. This week, I sat down with a good friend of mine, Billy Buckley, who is my brother from another mother. People seem to confuse us at networking events all the time because... We apparently look alike. We really don't. <laughs> we just are both kind of same build and we both have beards. So people mix us up and it's become kind of an ongoing joke. Anyway, it was good to sit down with him. We had a really good interview. He is the CEO of ENT Networks, so uh, that his, which his parents started. So it was an interesting interview and I hope you guys enjoy it. What's up, dude? What's up, buddy? So how does this work? You just ask me questions? Yeah, and then I'll just keep kind of bullshitting my way through it, really. I don't I don't really know what I'm doing, so. Cool. I guess we'll start with uh, who are you and uh, why are you on – what relevance do you have to uh, my family business podcast? So Billy Buckley, I am the CEO of ENT Networks, and the relevance towards the – Family business podcast is I'm pretty much in a been in a family business my entire life. So um, I've been working inside of a family business to some aspects since I was about six years old, seven years old when my family started this company. And it's been a it's been a fun ride. So it's been an experience. What did you, you know, used to do when you were six? Uh, yeah, so I was the uh, child labor, basically. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I was pushing in tiny little memory modules when we were building like 480 computers or those giant like ones with the red dip switches on it mm-hmm. and, you know, blistering my thumb, pushing in memory modules into motherboards because, you know, my dad didn't want to do that anymore. So. <laughs> so, and, he, and he had us. So, you know, he just swapped in which one of the kids was, uh, which one of us was in trouble. We kind of uh, got our grounding building computers in the garage. So. <laughs> Um, when did you, when did you get, I guess, more seriously involved in the business? So I actually wanted to be a veterinarian and I tried that out for a little bit. And then probably when I was like 19, I decided that wasn't for me and kind of fell back into while I was trying to figure out what I was going to do, kind of fell back into the family business. And, you know, I've been around computers my whole life. So I'm, I was decent at it at that point. And just so happens they needed a desktop guy to go to a client for a contract, which ended up being a year and a half. And here I am. So, <laughs> and then, you know, I kind of took it, I really actually took it over about uh, 13, 14 years ago. So when they just quote unquote retired. Quote unquote retired. Yes. Yeah. That was, that was going to be my next question is when you took over. Um, how old were you when you took over? So I was 25 when I took over the company, kind of an interesting one. Uh, my parents had a partner that they had a falling out with for whatever reason. And I was just a technician at that time. And it was on a Tuesday night. And so I got a call on my drive home on Tuesday night that he was no longer with the company. And I'd seen him like an hour before and uh, then was asked if I wanted to try to give it a shot running it. So I went from being a guy playing practical jokes on everybody in the office and screwing around trying to do as little work as possible to being the boss, like literally in 12 hours. So the meeting the next morning was really fun. So. Yeah. How did that go? 
Oh, it, it went great. Um, so I, I walked in and said, hey, we need to have a meeting. And everybody just kind of laughed. And I was like, no, I'm actually serious. We, we need to have a meeting. So like, okay. And so I kind of just huddled. We had a really small team at that time. There's like six of us, I think. And huddled everybody in the back room and just kind of said, so uh, I'm the boss now. So-and-so is no longer here anymore, right? And so I think I'm supposed to sit in that front office up there now. So I'm going to be up there trying to figure out what the hell I'm supposed to be doing because no management experience, no Mm -hmm. nothing. And basically just told them, hey, bear with me because I don't have a fucking clue what I'm doing. But you figured it out. Uh, Yeah, trial and error. I'm really good at banging my head against stuff until (laughs) stuff either works or breaks. Yeah, so, I mean, I still have, it's kind of surprising, you know, we still have, one of the people that was there during that transition is still with the company. I'm stuck through it with us. Um, mm-hmm. He's been with us now for like 23 years. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So yeah, the first couple of years were interesting. Um, it was a failing business at that point. We had no clue whether we we're going to be able to make it. I had no clue how to run a business. I had no clue how to bring in clients, any of that kind of stuff. So I just kind of uh, winged it and we figured out what kind of worked and, what seemed like it was going to make us a few bucks and what, you know, tried to modernize the company in the process and uh, get us out of doing the things the old school way, which is, you know, been a fight, but mm-hmm. kind of trial and error and, you know, learning the, uh, the hard way. Were your, were your brother and sister uh, involved at that time? No. So my brother, my brother wants absolutely nothing to do with being involved with computers or technology. Mm-hmm. He's uh, more interested in his chainsaws and, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff, being, sure. being, being a mountain man. So, um, and then my sister was uh, in cosmetology school, I think at that time. Mm-hmm. And then she lived in Germany for quite a few years. So, so they were no, they were not at that time. So were your parents still involved at that time? At um, my parents were heavily involved. Okay. So um, they had actually, re- some, like I said, somewhat, somewhat retired and moved to the mountains. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they bought a house up there and they were, for the most part, taking a step back when our partner left. And so when I stepped in, not knowing what I, not knowing anything, right. They kind of were controlling what I was doing from afar. Right. So I was, I was manager by proxy essentially. So, you know, it's their livelihood. It's their, they built it. It's been their baby for, you know, since 84, 1984 or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that, that part was, at the beginning, I didn't have any clue what I was doing. So I didn't really, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Let's do that. Right. I guess. I don't know. So I was mostly just repeating things. Right. Right. Um, but as I started to figure it out, then we started with a little bit of the conflict because I'm here doing things in the, you know, in a younger generation with seeing things, how I think I'm learning things of how I think things should be done. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out then there's a lot of headbutting because it's like, mm-hmm. no, we're going to do it this way because this way is all to work. This right? is the way that we've done it for the past 20 years. Yeah, and it, it took a good like five, six years of that, mm-hmm. you know, and I know you and I have talked about this before, you know, yeah. but, you know, just butting heads and, you know, the conflict and the, you know, and I love my family to death and my parents to death, but, you know, we have very different ideas when it comes to, especially how job orders should be taken. Mm-hmm. Those for type sure. of things like, you know, we're a technology company. I didn't think we should be using two-part dot matrix printer any, <laughs> printer paper anymore when you can't even buy a dot matrix printer. And maybe we should try these new iPad things, you know. Um, and that was like, that was one of the bigger fights, right? Changing over the accounting system into something mm-hmm. more modern. So we didn't have to do handwritten notes anymore and that kind of stuff. Um, 
So, you know, things like that. It's just like little things that have actually made us more efficient. And I knew after figuring things out and how we were doing things and where we were kind of losing some time that those would be more efficient. So it, it was a good like five, six year process to the point where they were like, okay, maybe he actually knows what the heck he's doing. So he's making money. Um, we're profitable. We haven't lost money. So uh, I don't know. And they, they kind of, uh, they started backing off at that point, you know, a little bit. No, still have not fully backed off, right? Um, especially with all, yeah, and especially with our current events with, you know, right. high stress of coronavirus and yeah. all the changes and stuff. And then they're also cooped up in their house right now. So they have a lot of time to think about things also. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's, I still get the uh, occasional, hey, what do you think? You should probably do this. I'm like, <laughs> no, we're going to do this. And then it usually turns into like a two day back and forth argument. And then, you know, we agree somewhere in the middle usually. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, as far as like advice and I mean, m- my dad is a great businessman. He knows business and he knows how to properly operate a business from a strategic perspective. And so I re- rely very heavily on his advice and his, you know, past knowledge, right? Of, mm-hmm. I mean, thing wouldn't be here if he hadn't built it, right? And, sure. I, and I respect that. So, you know, and then my mom's pretty much still does all the, you know, accounting and, you know, books and stuff like that. That's cool. What's, um, what's your, what's your favorite part about working with family? Favorite part about working with family. Um, I always know what I'm going to get. So that's, that's both a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. Right. So there's (laughs) the, I always know, I know the reaction. I usually know what I'm going to get myself into. And I know that I can trust, right? Sure. So that, that's the one thing is that there's no question of trust. There's no question, mm-hmm. are these people, you know, if you say, if you brought in a partner just off the street or something like that, mm-hmm. right? there's, there could be some backstabbing. There could be some things that they try and take you over or whatever. I know that we're all in it for the greater good, mm-hmm. right? Of what to continue to grow the thing and to continue to make the company profitable. So yeah, it's, uh, that's, that's the part that's nice is, yeah, there's a lot of butting heads, but I always know in the outcome is that it's all going to be, we're all looking to do the same thing. We're just have different ways of approaching it. Sure. So the follow-up would be, what is your least favorite thing? <laughs> my least favorite thing is having to fight for my ideas mm-hmm. of things that I think are going to be, especially new technologies, right? Um, which um, is we're in the business of, right? Mm-hmm the new, new ideas, new ways of doing business process type stuff. And that's really where most of the fights happen or the business process. It's not really the stuff for the client facing things. It's how we're doing things internally. And that's usually where the fight comes in. So having to fight for those ideas are, is probably my most frustrating thing that it is because I'm sitting here in the thick of it going, we should do this. <laughs> the way we need to do it. And then, no, you know, no, no, it goes, goes into a board, you know, a board discussion and mm-hmm. then I have to spend the next three, four days. And usually, you know, it ends up with some semblance of what I was going for anyways, but mm-hmm. it's just, and it's just, and I think any business, you know, people have to do this to some, to some extent. It's just, when it's your family, you know how to push each other's buttons. It's, yeah, right? it's, it's different than talking to other people that, <laughs> that aren't yeah. your family. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, they've, they raised me, right? And they know exactly 
what will set me off, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. they they know if they need to get a reaction or they don't <laughs> like something, it's like they know how to do it, whether they do it subconsciously or whether they you know realize they're doing it or not. Uh, that's always a question in my back of my head, but you know, and I it's same thing on my side of the coin is I know exactly what will set you know like like oh no we're not going down this here let me try this <laughs> let me see if this uh, ends this conversation yeah so it gets uh yeah it's it, it's fun you know i mean yeah i for the most part i enjoy it yeah i mean i think the that's my that's my least favorite part though it's that that the the, the the bickering i'm with you on that yeah you could go back to not maybe not when you were six but maybe when you're 25, you go back in time and not necessarily change something, but if you could go back as you now and talk to yourself at that age when you were kind of starting to take over, uh, what advice would you give yourself to help you out? So, I mean, my advice myself would have been to take more classes, right? To go to school, to figure out the business, you know, how to actually do some stuff in business so that I didn't bang my head against the freaking table as much as I did end up mm -hmm. doing. You know, uh, you know, not a lot of people know that about me, but I never went to college. I never went to any of that, those kind of things. So all this stuff I've kind of figured out, it, trial and error, right? Mm -hmm. Trial by fire. Not, yeah, exactly. Which is not always the best way to do things. So It's, it's a way to do things. But it's not it's a way to do things. I, yeah. I highly would not recommend it for a lot of people and, <laughs> you know, get the information. So um, I've never been a good student, right? And thus the reason I probably, in the back of my mind, preferred banging my head against the table over mm -hmm. sitting there having somebody else tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. um, not good with direction. So yeah, that, but that would be my thing is if I could tell that person at that time, you know, hey, you should go to school, right? You should uh, take some time at night, go to night school, even though I'm dealing with all this stuff, right? And get some business accounting classes under your, under your belt, get some, you know, statistic type, you know, analysis, all that stuff that I figured out the really hard way by staying up until yeah. three o'clock in the morning, figuring out myself, you know, which it would have been simpler just to go to a class that would have taught me how to do it. Would have, yeah. Right. Sure. You know, those type of things that would, that's probably the big one. Also, I probably would have controlled my entry into the company if I could have gone back and done it. I wouldn't have done it overnight. I would have had no problem being the manager, quote unquote, right? And mm -hmm. making sure things were getting done. But the taking over part of it, like I, I would have controlled that entry. You know, at that time, I literally got married three months before, got an instant, you know, stepson whole life changed like three months before that right sure. and then boom hey you're also running a company so I, I think I would have taken some more time to figure out what being married was like um, and having a kid was like <laughs> yeah um, before I also added the stress of trying to figure out a company that was failing yeah so yeah sure all right uh, last question not really family business related left Twix or right Twix I'm go with right Twix yeah I'm a, I'm, I'm a right i'm a right twix guy. Hmm. okay yeah i um, don't know why but i just am no reason whatsoever yeah. just yeah just there's there's no explanation for it all right well thank you for being on my podcast before you go is there anything you want to uh say or promote or anything no i don't need to promote anything i appreciate you having me so i know we've been talking about this for a while so 
it's uh it's fun to finally get it done so yeah thank yeah. you for uh for joining me thanks again bud thanks man Okay, well, that's all for today. I want to thank my guest, Billy Buckley, again, for taking the time out of his very busy schedule to do the interview with me on Zoom. As always, I do love constructive feedback, and I'll be looking for more guests. So feel free to hit me up on Anchor. uh, DM me on Twitter at JMF Rosenblatt or on Instagram at TheRealJeremyRosenblatt. Thank you again for listening, and I will be back soon.